The duty solicitor witnesses the lowest moments of human life. Moments of fear, of remorse, of confusion and anger. But it's also an emotional journey for the solicitor. No visit to the police cells is ever taken lightly. Here, for the first time, are the stories and very personal observations of one such legal representative. Stories taken from real life and capturing human frailty at its most tested. Today was my first vegan. He couldn't remember a thing about last night. They never can. No, not vegans. Suspects whose criminal behaviour has been fuelled by booze. He didn't have an animal derivative on him and was quite proud of it. My gaze trailed down from looking at his barber to now looking at his shoes. No leather in those, he proudly uttered as he pointed to his stuffily designed shoes. This was the most energetic thing he had said all morning. He had hitherto been deflated and a somewhat sheepishly remorseful man. Again, he was not my normal type of customer, but he had a job for a start, appeared to be well-read and had a touch of the Tarquins about him. So, pen in hand, I read the police disclosure and began making my notes. I read that last night, Tarquin, let's call him that for argument's sake, was alleged to have assaulted someone on a train for wearing a Canada Goose jacket. What? How do you even... Again, it was a first for me. I'm used to representing clients who have robbed jackets, damaged jackets, or received jackets as part of stolen property, not clients who have been so angered by a jacket that they then go on to assault the jacket's wearer. But, alas, crime is crime, and who am I to pick and choose? Going over the police witness statements, I can see that Tarquin did not help himself when on the train he shoved his phone into the face of the victim and started showing videos of distressed geese being plucked alive while shouting at the victim, Do you know how your jacket is made? The victim was travelling with a female companion and what looked to be their baby in a pram. Just what was he expecting the victim to do? Did Tarquin think that this made for an adequate introduction? Or did he expect the victim to say, Praise the Lord, I have seen the light. Here, take my £825 Canada Goose jacket and let's burn it together. Well, whatever he expected, I don't think Tarquin quite expected to have his tooth knocked clean out of his mouth. You see, that's just not how it works. Anyway, now missing a tooth... Tarquin briskly followed the victim and his family off the train with a broom that he had newly acquired, don't ask, and despite causing alarm by knocking on several locals' doors, asking occupants if they had seen the victim, I still managed to get Tarquin off with a caution for common assault. Look, I'm all for animal rights, animal welfare and stopping animal cruelty, but there's a time and a place and travelling on an outbound from Paddington late at night after downing a skinful and then cornering a family is neither the time nor the place. 
On being released, Tarquin was grateful, in a sheepish kind of way. He even broke into a nervous smile when the custody sergeant, who was handing him back his bag with all his property, joked with other officers that there appears to be a missing broom from the suspect's belongings. <laughs> and to his credit, Tarquin never once harped on about losing his tooth or the pain he must have felt from the victim's right hand. I just hope that whenever he feels for that missing tooth, it will act as a constant deterrent for the next time he has the urge to have a drink and approach anyone in this manner. Goodbye, Tarquin. I know you'll never want to see my face again. OK, who's next? I'm representing a brother in custody today and for some reason the Feds, street talk for the police, had not let him contact his own solicitors. He'd been locked up for over 14 hours, so when I rocked up the duty, he was naturally very angry and not interested in seeing me at all. He had a standoff about it with police outside his cell and was being quite loud. Ray who? I don't know him. I don't want him. He's not my brief. I don't even know who the fuck he is. I was standing close by and the actor's ego in me wanted to say, do you have a TV? Have you not seen my work? But I resisted and put little ego back in his box. I then found out that he was a musician. Bingo. I approached him quite cautiously and did the whole client brief rapport thingy they teach you at law school, which never ever works unless you're dealing with sex workers high on crack. Anyway, we started to talk about music. I think it took me all of about three minutes before I took out the iPad and started to play him my daughter's latest tracks. Absolutely shameless, I know. Anyway, he started swaying, I started clicking, and in no time at all, we turned that consultation room into a mini disco. If it wasn't for the police uniforms around us and the fact that someone was being battered outside the door, you would never have known we were in a police station. Long and short of it is, it did the trick. We got on so well, I represented him right through to his interview. We even exchanged numbers at the end. Hashtag shameless brief. Client bowls in as if he was an MD of a company, chairing a board meeting, wanting to discuss his ideas for an import-export business. I have to remind him that currently he is the suspect of a very serious offence that carries a maximum sentence of life if found guilty, so gently remind him that just maybe, just maybe, we should start talking about that first. Hashtag, some people just don't get it. I never met the baby's mother. However, I had met and represented the mother's boyfriend at the police station. I have to say, it was a first and one of those cases you don't forget in a hurry. I remember both the interviewing officer and myself trying to remain detached as he disclosed the extent of the baby's injuries 
and then both of us taking a moment after he told me that the baby was now blind and in a vegetative state. As a result of my client's actions. This is going to be fun. Not. Hashtag. What is wrong with some people? Brief Tales was read and written by Ray Brown. Produced by Tempest Productions. Studio production was by Mark Lingwood.